brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. The talk about the suppression of the Apostolic Mass, also known as the traditional Latin Mass, gets, well, tiresome after a while, since the news is usually just bad news for dioceses, parishes, and the universal church as a whole, punctuated with moments of letters and statements from the better bishops, decrying what the Vatican is doing, with little being done by the laity or the bishops to push back. But today I have for you, in addition to a, a statement by one of the very few good bishops, real action by the laity that is demonstrating that the laity are finally going to act and let our voices be heard. Although I will ask you, do you think this is that meaningful and do you think it's odd at all of what they're doing here? All that ahead today in a rare Good News installment of the Return to Tradition podcast. Let's dive into the stories. The streets of Rome are being plastered with pro-traditional mass and anti-traditionis custodis, anti-cardinal roach billboards. Their aim is to push back against the smashing of the traditional faith and its liturgy and to do something, well, anything, to push back against Francis and his new theology for the church. Mesa and Latino reported on this story in Italian and Diane Montagna provided a professional translation into English that Mason and Latino then published. Here's the short article because it is so short that I can just quote the whole thing in about a minute here. Quote, Although the bad weather in Rome, including Monday's hailstorm, has definitely slowed down operations, anyone approaching the Vatican, whether on foot or by car, won't fail to notice a series of large billboards extolling a love for the Pope the peace and unity of the church, and the freedom of the traditional Latin Mass. The billboards are of four different types, with some in English. Several dozen were posted in all. Under a wide green banner with the mottos mentioned above, an ancient painting of St. Pius V is featured, as well as the faces of Popes John Paul II and Benedict XVI. Next to the images of the venerated pontiffs are quotations from their papal acts, an excerpt from Pius V's 1570 Apostolic Constitution Quo Primum, an excerpt from an address by Pope John Paul II, an excerpt from Pope Benedict XVI's um, Modu Proprio Samorum Pontificum, and one from his accompanying letter to bishops. A QR code links to this page on the National Committee on Samorum Pontificum website. This is clearly an important awareness campaign to which Mesa and Latino wishes to draw particular attention, both because the initiative is definitely significant and impactful, and because some of its promoters are very close to our blog, end quote. So it's a billboard campaign showing two modern popes and St. Pius V, and it's probably not what many of you had in mind for pushing back against the overreaches and heresies coming out of apostate synodal Rome these days. You may have been thinking more along the lines of not giving financially to the Vatican anymore, withholding your tithe for anything at your parish other than building funds or direct personal donations to your parish priest. Well, that's being done on a pretty large scale already, and it's been widely reported that the Vatican is, well, hurting financially, that those are having consequences, including them now raiding the properties of nuns to try to make up for their lost revenue. I've reported on that extensively here. The organizers of this campaign are taking what is essentially a private act of resistance and making it very, very public. And in so doing, they're getting the attention of media outlets around the world. 
Now, you might not think getting press coverage is going to be helpful, given the state of the secular media. We should remember that after Traditionis Custodis was released, even outlets like the New York Times and the Washington Post called Francis's actions an overreach reaction to a tiny group making his life miserable in the church. The New York Times said things like that. Press coverage is never a bad thing in this, especially when even our secular adversaries are more sensible about this topic than Francis and Rochar. Now think about the, the implications of that, by the way. Now, the organizers of the campaign issued a short press release, which reads as follows, quote, Starting this morning and lasting for 15 days, several dozen billboards dedicated to the traditional liturgy will be posted near and around the Vatican. An organizing committee whose members are participating in a personal capacity and who come from different Catholic entities, such as the blogs Mesa in Latino and Campati and De Maestra, and the Association's National Committee on Samorum Pontificum and the St. Michael the Archangel Association wish to make public their profound attachment to the traditional Mass at a time when its extinction seems to be planned. They do so out of love for the Pope so that he might be paternally open to understanding those liturgical peripheries that no longer feel welcome in the Church because they find in the traditional liturgy the full and complete expression of the entire Catholic faith. What earlier generations held as sacred remains sacred and great for us too, and it cannot be all of a sudden entirely forbidden or even considered harmful, quoting Benedict XVI's letter to the bishops on the occasion of the publication of the Apostolic Letter Samorum Pontificum. The growing hostility towards the traditional liturgy finds no justification on either a theological or pastoral level. The communities that celebrate the liturgy according to the 1962 Roman Missal are not rebels against the church. On the contrary, blessed by steady growth in lay faithful and priestly vocations, they constitute an example of steadfast perseverance in Catholic faith and unity. In a world increasingly insensitive to the gospel, and an ecclesiastical context increasingly yielding to disintegrating impulses. For this reason, the attitude of rejection with their own pastors are forced to treat these communities today is not only reason for bitter sorrow, which these faithful strive to offer for the purification of the church, but also constitutes a grave injustice. In the face of this injustice, charity itself demands that we not remain silent. For, quoting now, indiscreet silence leaves in error those who might have been instructed. Quoting Pope St. Gregory the Great's Pastoral Rule, Book 2, Chapter 4. In the church of our day, in which listening, welcoming, and inclusion inspire all pastoral action, and there is a desire to build ecclesial communion, quote, with a synodal method, this group of ordinary faithful, young families, and fervent priests has the confident hope that its voice will not be stifled, but welcomed, listened to, and taken into due consideration. Those who go to the, quote-unquote, Latin Mass are not second-class believers, nor are they deviants to be re-educated or a burden to be gotten rid of, end quote. They use some pretty spicy language at the end there, but you, you see what they're doing. They're essentially appealing to Francis's own language and vision of the church to preserve the, the, the Latin mass. So let's be honest with ourselves here. The Vatican and its voices among the laity have called traditional Catholics all of those nasty names, and it's true. We aren't any of those things. We're simply Catholics who want and try to hold to the same faith as our forebears in the faith. 
as all the great saints and doctors of the church did over the years. If anyone has deviated from the faith, it's the prelates who talk repeatedly about how the theology and ecclesiology of the church has changed since the council and how the traditional mass doesn't fit the theology of the church anymore. When you say things like that, which Francis, Roach, Supich, and others who have repeated it, you say things like that, it is schismatic at the very least, if not openly heretical. One of the better bishops recently published a short letter on the subject of Francis's further restrictions of the Latin Mass, and hopefully it's a little more coherent than, uh, frankly, what those laymen are doing in Rome, because they're trying to appeal to Francis's better nature, which I think is a waste of time. Now, that bishop that I'm talking about here is Athanasius Schneider. His letter was published in LifeSite, and I will probably have the full letter by itself for the you this weekend. But for now, he has a simple request for the laity and the clergy. Ignore Francis's decree and offer the Mass of the Saints, even if you have to do so outside of a parish setting. His reasoning is that Francis's actions are unjust and beyond the authority of the Pope. From the letter summarizing his article, quote, Bishop Athanasius Schneider, the auxiliary bishop of Astania, Kazakhstan, has encouraged priests and Catholics to continue their devotion to the traditional Mass despite any restrictions, since to comply with restricting the Mass would be, quote, a false obedience that would harm souls. Bishop Schneider made his comments during the question-and-answer session, which forms part of the monthly meeting held by the Confraternity of Our Lady of Fatima. He fielded a number of questions on the state of the traditional Mass after the regular release of fresh restrictions placed on it by Pope Francis since July 2021. Quoting Schneider directly, the Pope has not the power to abolish the traditional Mass, said Schneider, explaining that this is, quote, because it is a property, a treasure of the entire Church, for from all the saints, the Church of all ages, highlighting how the traditional Mass was not born out of the Council of Trent, as is often argued, but rather predates it, Schneider pointed to the history of the Church's traditional liturgy, because of the very venerable age and constant perennial use of this order of Mass by so many saints and generations of Catholics, and almost all Catholic nations, the Pope has no power to simply abolish this, just as the Pope would not have the power to abolish the Apostolic Creed and to substitute the Apostolic Creed with a new formula and to prohibit at the same time the use of the Apostolic Creed. The same can apply to the order of Mass. This is a formula of venerable old use. In response to whether a priest has the power to continue to offer the traditional Mass despite the issuing of the numerous restrictions on it, Bishop Schneider answered that a priest can, in fact, do so in quote-unquote good conscience. Quoting him again, Because here he will be obeying Holy Mother Church. This is a greater obedience than to do a wrong obedience, he stated. The order of a pope, which evidently is damaging the spiritual good of the Church, we cannot obey. It would be a false obedience to cooperate with something which is evidently damaging the spiritual good of souls and of the entire church. End lengthy quote. False obedience. It's a hard concept for a Catholic to wrap their head around, especially since Catholics are called to obedience. This is something you see sometimes popping up in the comments from people who can't believe somebody would criticize a pope and just they you are expected to follow blindly that is what is expected of us in our time but that is not what we are called to as catholics you're not called to blind obedience 
What commands from a shepherd contradict a faith that is our duty to say no? In better times, that wouldn't happen, especially with the man the world thinks is Pope, but we don't live in good times. We live in the kinds of times that make saints, which are unfortunately not the most comfortable of times. But I'm curious what you have to say on this topic. Do you think the poster campaign in Rome is going to bear fruit? Do you think it's pointless? Do you think it's kind of silly to, you know, cite post-conciliar popes when talking about the preservation of the Latin Mass, especially ones who actually helped undermine it in the first place? Will this all lead to nothing? Let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. As does sharing this on the social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.